Welcome to The Creator's Mind, sharing stories of creatives, inspiring you to chase your dream. I am your host, Justin Ortiz. Excited to introduce Fernando Miron, a Bay Area landscape photographer capturing beautiful gems in the Bay. Fernando started with the arts at a young age, drawing and painting, but his life changed when he picked up a camera. An amazing individual coming from humble beginnings and now living his dream. In this interview, we talk about the simple things about passion, respect, and the daily grind. With that, let's get started. Fernando, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's awesome having you. How are you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Thank you so much for having me on. I truly appreciate it. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, bro. We I just, gotta ask. We just, we just finished eating some food, so we got some good grub on, so that we're chilling. Some good food, yeah. <laughs> some good food. So can you give the listeners a little bit of introduction about yourself, about where you're from, what do you do for a living, you know? All right. So um, first of all, my name is Fernando, for those who don't know. Uh, I was born and raised in El Salvador. Uh, I lived there until I was 15 years old. Then I came to the United States, and as of now, I'm doing photography part-time. And uh, I'm a full-time maintenance technician. All right. So when did you come to, um, how many years ago did you come to the States? I came to the United States five years, uh, six years ago. So how was the transition from like El Salvador to here? Oh, dude, it was like, (laughs) it was hard, you know, because I came here and I didn't speak English. I I didn't speak English. I didn't understand anything. So that was definitely something hard for me to do. And then you always, you know, you know how high school school is, you know, I, I had a lot of people like making fun of my accent. I still yeah. have an accent, but I can communicate now. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, I would say the hardest part, you know, coming to a country where like you don't know anything about and, and you, don't have, you have no friends, you have no family and having to learn the English or the language, uh, that was hard, yeah. That's the hardest part? Yeah. I know you had a crazy like come up, Salvador. How was like your childhood growing up there than like knowing when to come to the States? Because you, when we were talking, you said, when you came to the States, you just knew it was the right thing to do and it was like the best thing for you, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in a tough environment. You know, if you haven't heard about El Salvador, it's like there's a lot of gangs out there and, 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 and it's really hard for a teenager to grow up in that environment because everywhere you go, you just see violence, you just see guns and you hear about all these things that are happening and those are true, you know, like mm-hmm. people get killed out there for nothing, dude, for a dollar. And I think that has to do, that has to do with the poverty that the, that the country faces, you know? So I grew up in that. I, I come from nothing. I, I come from a, from a place where, you know, I didn't have anything. Yeah. I didn't have it. And as I was mentioning before, um, I remember times where, like, my mom didn't have money to buy food for the both of us. Uh, at the time, I didn't realize that. But uh, she would buy food. She would send me to the store to buy two eggs, dude. <laughs> to buy two eggs. And uh, she would cook them and give them to me. And if I had any any leftovers, she would eat them. Like I said, at the time I was a kid and I didn't realize that what she was doing is she was putting me as her priority, you know, like she was giving me the only food that she had and she would just stay hungry. I grew up like that. And then uh, she was always working because um, my dad left us when uh, before I was born. Um, so we didn't have a male figure in the house that, you know, that worked for us and that, mm-hmm. and that provided for us. Then as I was growing up, I, you know, naturally I started going out, I started having friends and I just got into the wrong things, you know, I just started yeah. hanging out with the wrong people and yeah, I started getting into gangs and, and, and 
started doing things that I shouldn't <laughs> that I wasn't supposed to do, you know? Yeah, bad things. Yeah. Uh. And 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 with that comes it got to the point where I was just not comfortable with what what I was doing because I couldn't even go to school. Like the last month before I came to the United mm-hmm. States, I didn't go to school for twenty one days. <laughs> Basically a whole month. Yeah. And that was not because I didn't want to go to school. I, yeah, at some point I didn't want to go and I just like didn't go and I was doing other things, right? As I mentioned, dude, I started drinking. I was like, what, 12 years old? And I was, yeah. you know, back in the Salvador, it's not like the, like like here in the United States. Like you go anywhere over here and then they're going to ID you. Check right? the car and everything. Uh, over there, they don't. All they care about is the money. Yeah. Because business is not as good as it's over here. So if, we, if a 14, 13-year-old kid goes to to the bar and buys a beer they don't they're not gonna ask for your yeah. id well, so yeah. i was doing yeah, that dude i was like yeah i was like <laughs> i full grown up i full grown up when i was you know when i was 13 i was going to bars and all that and you know just like i said before i came here it got to the point where like i fear for my life and for my family's life especially because at that time my mom already already had a business and they would like constantly keep asking me for money because mm. they thought that we were rich you know like yeah just because my money my mom had a her own business but that was not the case you know like <laughs> she was barely making money for us to eat so when i came to to the united states i was coming actually for vacations yeah um i had a round trip ticket i was gonna stay here 30 days i didn't tell my mom that i was gonna stay here but i i didn't it, it was a weird situation, awkward situation, because I didn't think of, I, I, it was in my head, you know, like, I, I want to get out of this. Like, I want to get out of this place. I, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore because something's bad, something bad is going to happen. You know, something's going to happen to my mom, and I love my mom. I don't want anything, anything to happen to her because of me, you know, like, yeah. I couldn't leave that with that, you know, I couldn't leave myself if something like that happened. So I just, you know, my mom had the idea that I was just going to be here for 30 days and I was going to come back. But when I got here, um, I called her like the next day. I got here. Yeah. I called her, and uh, and I, that's probably the hardest thing I've had to do in my life because I told her that I was gonna stay here, and she was shocked. I mean, she wasn't mad, or she wasn't anything, but she, she was just like really, really sad. You know, she started crying, and she asked me why. At the moment, I didn't tell her why. I just told her that I didn't want to be there. Yeah. I think that hurt her the most because she thought that I just didn't want to leave with her, and that was not the case. I was actually doing it because. I wanted to be someone else. I wanted to be someone that made my mom proud instead of... Like hurting her? Yeah, hurting her like by being in the streets and doing things that I wasn't supposed to. So that that was that was my shot in my childhood, I mean, <laughs> that's how I grew up, yeah. So how did you get in, like, within that time? Is that when you kind of discovered photography, when you kind of got to the States? Yeah, so... some time. Okay, so that's... It goes back. So I, I grew up in a very, very artistic, artistic home. Like as I yeah. mentioned, you know, my mom got married to a guy and he's, he's awesome. He's like my second dad, you know, like he's my dad. He raised me and he's an artist. So he paints and draws and, and I grew up seeing that. And, and at some point I started grabbing, as a kid, I started grabbing his brushes and all that. <laughs> he's like, nah, dude, don't touch this. But these like, are mine. <laughs> yeah, these are mine. I buy you your own. So he bought me my, you know, he bought me canvas. He bought me everything that I needed to paint and mm-hmm. do whatever I wanted. And that's how I got into it. And then my mom saw an interest, my interest in, in, in art, and she just put me in art classes. You know, like, I loved the art classes. Um, and that was when I was, you know, like, I said, like, six, seven. Um, so I grew up like that, and then... So you always I, had, a, like, a artistic... Yeah, like, I think that's mind. what... Uh, yeah, that I think... Yeah, they put that into my head, you know, nice. like, 
art. I like art. I grew up like in galleries, like going to like yeah art galleries and stuff like that, and and I just loved it. So I grew up doing that, and when I came here to the United States, you know, I started going to school, to high school, and I got into art classes the same. And I just kept on doing it. I loved it. At some point, I thought that that's what I was, that's what I was gonna do for life, you know, yeah. for living, and <laughs> and but that was not the case. There was a situation that uh, made me quit. It made me forget about all of that, and 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 made me believe that I didn't have the potential to do it, and that art was just something that was not gonna feed my family and that yeah. was not going to bring food to the table uh the reason was because uh you know this is something that i've never told yeah. anybody because uh it really hurt me as a person you know it really hurt my feelings um so as i mentioned before i my dad left us when i was i wasn't even born you know mm-hmm. when he left uh, my mom was pregnant she had me when she was 17 and um so we don't know each other yeah. you know like we have no connection we have the things that interest him don't interest me. Like, I don't care about those things. And, mm-hmm. and the things that I care about, he, you know, like, to him, those things have no meaning. So we never, we were never, never able to, like, build a relationship. So when I came to this country and I was living with him, that was when I really got to meet him and, and when I really got to see the kind of person he was. And, and mm-hmm. the same thing, the same thing around. Like, you know, he, he was able to get to know me. And I don't blame him for anything because... uh you know, like I said, he was never there. So, like, he was learning to be a dad, you know. Like, he was learning how to deal with a teenager. And, and like I said, I was not the, I was not the best son, you know. <laughs> like, I was doing things that I wasn't supposed to. But when I came here, it was different because uh, I was trying to do something different. I was trying to be good, you know. And so, senior year, they invited me to a college, uh, art school, and they offered me a scholarship, right? Yeah. They, asked me, they, they offered me a scholarship, everything paid, your housing, Books, yeah. everything that you needed to 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 succeed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they offered me that, and and I lost it. I I, you know, I wasn't able to get the scholarship because my dad didn't think that that was something that so sustainable, like yeah, to feed yeah. the family and yeah. So bringing like the income. Yeah, and because I was underage, he decided not to sign the papers, and I lost the scholarship, and that was something that really took me down in so many ways, dude. Like that got to me you know like I'm not the kind of person that's my mom raised me like that dude like i'm not the kind of person that you can tell me that i suck and i won't believe you dude <laughs> i'd be like no man i don't <laughs> you're tripping you know like uh i won't believe you no i know my potential but being that was that the person that told me that i couldn't do it was someone so important to me yeah. that really took me down you know I, I started believing it i i i it got into me you know it got into my head and i was just like okay he's probably right i can't do it i art is not the way to go you know like this is not what i this is not gonna fit my family this is not i'm never gonna succeed like this so i stopped doing it i stopped doing it after i got out of high school i I went to college for probably a semester and then dropped out i dropped out of college because uh i just didn't feel like i just didn't feel the need i just didn't feel the passion for what i was doing anymore i stopped drawing i stopped painting i stopped doing everything that filled my soul with happiness that made me feel good I just stopped doing it because yeah. I... It wasn't... It wasn't I was there anymore. Yeah, you know, like, wasn't I was just like, Yeah, so basically I let someone tell me what was good for me. And, and I let someone else kill my passion and kill my dreams. I stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, I mean, a few years... That, yeah. Then after that, like, I mean, I didn't do anything for, for about two years. Yeah. I, nothing that... Nothing creatively? Nothing creative, nothing... Um, I was just working 
Yeah. Just, I was, I got into the routine and just, you know, go to work, party, go home. I was just not living the life that, I was not doing something for myself. Yeah. I was not doing anything. And one day, I, I guess I felt the need to do something creative again. Yeah. I just didn't know. I didn't know. I just, <laughs> I just felt the need and I, and I never realized that. Yeah, so, the itch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like. Yeah, I just needed to do something, you know. And I bought a camera. I bought a two hundred dollar camera on Amazon. Um, took it out of the box. Took uh, took a few shots, and I couldn't use it. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> so I just like literally put it back in the box and put it down uh, under my bed, and it stayed there for months. I never touched it. <laughs> it stayed there for months. Yeah, until one day, um, my family and I made a trip to Reno, mm-hmm. and luckily I was in the driver. So I decided to take my camera, you know, like good opportunity to take photos with the family and all that. Uh, still with no, no clue of what I was doing, but I took the camera and I was, I remember it was snowing hard, dude, it was coming down and dude, it took us 12 hours to get to Reno, bro. <laughs> it was like- That's a mission, yeah, bro. That was a mission. I was just like, so, I was dying in the car, like I need to do something. So I took out my camera, I started, I started taking pictures of like the trees, the snow, my, my kid, cause I have a two year old daughter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just took uh, photos throughout the whole trip and shooting Naruto, of course. <laughs> and then I came back home and I put all those pictures on my computer and dude, I loved them. I yeah. fell in love. I was like, wait. This is dope. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, like I fell in love with the feeling of like capturing a moment, mm-hmm. a memory. Like I had so much fun with my family. I enjoyed the time and being able to capture those times and just keeping forever dude like i was like dude i want to do this this is art you know like this is not just snapping a photo this is art you know like i have the eye for it i i feel like like that was my calling dude i, I like i feel like i can do this you know like this is something that i would like to do and i just started getting into it after that i you know of course i i, I upgraded to a full frame and being that i spent all that money all that <laughs> money on the camera dude i literally went to a best buy and i was like how much is this camera? I want to buy it. And then the guy was like, this is 5,000, dude. And I was like, wait. What kind of one are you trying to yeah, get? Yeah, what is this? Does it take pictures by itself or something? I don't know. Like, what does it do? And then he's like, nah, he's, this is a... He explained it, everything, a whole bunch of things that I didn't understand at the time. Yeah. Like, you know, this is a full frame. There's many megapixels. I was like, I don't know what that is, bro. <laughs> but then I was like, no, I don't have $5,000 right now. So I went for a 60, mm-hmm. a Canon 60. The first generation, and then my first lens was a uh, 50 millimeter, 1.4. That's set up yeah. so nice already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a 50 millimeter, 1.4. I still have it, dude. I love that lens. So I bought that camera, and I was like, "What the hell? I just spent like three thousand dollars on the camera. <laughs> like, I can't let this all go to trash, bro. Like, yeah, I, you can't go back. You can't put it back under the bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was oh. like, I can't leave it under the bed. So, I I just started putting, you know, time and effort into learning craft and like how to edit i learned the basics uh in lightroom all through youtube and um i also had a friend back then um i still he's still my friend mm-hmm. he's a pretty cool guy he taught me how to do long exposures and like yeah we still shoot together he's awesome <laughs> but uh yeah that's how i got into it nice yeah. dude so what was it important for you to have that creative outlet again like that importance of like that feeling of, I know like we talked about b- being an escape for a good yeah. amount of time. So what does that mean to you like creating? 
creating, dude. That fills my soul, bro. <laughs> that's 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 the way I put it all the time. That fills my soul, dude. That that makes me happy. That makes me feel comfortable. That makes me feel good about myself. You know, at the time it was just it was the right time to start yeah. doing something, you know, and, and I'm so glad that I started taking photos and I got into it because I was not a I was not at a, at a good place, you know. I was not in a good place. I was doing things. I was still doing things. So whatever happened in El Salvador kind of came back and like yeah, and so, came back in the old ways. You know, the, the the thing is in El Salvador it was all about gangs. Yeah. It was all about being in the streets, drinking, um, doing those kind of things. But when I got here, I um, I started doing drugs too. Yeah. You know, like it's funny because in El Salvador like you don't have drugs mm -hmm. you have drugs but you don't have the money to buy them so yeah. like it's not something that it's really around much and I feel like right here in the United States you have the, the possibilities you have you get more money you can get a job as a teenager or something so like I got my job dude like within a year when like the first year that I came here I learned I put my time and effort into learning the, the language mm -hmm. and once I was able to communicate um, I got my first job as a, as a cashier in a, in a gas station. And I was, it was a full-time, it was a full-time. So I was like, going to, going to school. I got off of school at 3, and then I went in to work at 3.30, and then got off at 1 in the morning. And back to school. And back to school. And then I had to take, like, first cl like classes before actually school started because I didn't have the credit to graduate. <laughs> so it was hard, dude. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I didn't know, but I liked the money. I never had that kind of money back in my country. So I was making my own money. And, of course, like, I didn't know how to spend the money, and I started, like, buying drugs and stuff like that and i really got into cocaine you know mm -hmm. um and i think it all happened because i was alone dude I, was, I literally came to a country by myself i was 15 16 when i got my first job and i didn't have the support of my dad um i had no relative uh, um, family here mm -hmm. i had no family here so it was one of those where like i just do whatever i want and 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 I thought that that was making me happy, you know, like drugs and like going out every night and like just doing all those things. And at first it was like just to have fun. Oh, you know, like I'm drinking, I'm going to do some coke yeah. or whatever. But then it just got to the point where like, dude, I, I I was doing it all the time. Like I was doing it at work. I was doing it at home. I was doing it when I woke up. I was doing it before yeah. family dinner. Like it, I was it just, was, yeah. yeah it, came, it came from a party atmosphere to like, yeah. I kind of needed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so that's when you start getting addicted, yeah. you know, like, and, and so I really got into it. And I think that one of the things that really um, made me realize that, dude, this is not good for me. Like, this is not having fun anymore. This mm -hmm. is this is an addiction was when, um, you know, like I, I told you, this, um, I was at the house. I was at my house with uh, some people and we were doing coke mm -hmm. and I and, and and by this time, like, it had been, like, three days before where we were just, like, partying and, like, drinking and doing coke. So, it, you know, we were hardcore. And then, uh, yeah, we were hardcore. And then um, I ended up in the ER, dude, because like, I did so much coke that um, I tried to go to bed. And, of course, I wasn't going to sleep. But yeah. I, was just, I was just trying to rest. But then uh, I just felt like my heart was, like, beating so fast and, like, I couldn't breathe and my chest was hurting. I had to go to the ER and, 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 yeah, the doctor just told me, you can't do anything, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, wait it out. Yeah. So I'm like, what can I do to not feel this? And he's like, stop doing drugs. I'm like, All right. yeah, okay. <laughs> I came back home and, and I was just so ashamed. Like, nobody knew this. Like, nobody mm. knew this. Nobody. Other than myself. That this happened, right? And the doctor didn't know me, didn't know my family, didn't, didn't know my friends, so nobody was going to find out. Mm. But I was just ashamed, dude. I felt like 
dude, I what am I doing? You know, what am I doing with my life? Like I I can't keep on doing this. This is not good for me. I'm gonna end up dead or something if yeah. I keep on doing this before, but I also got a DUI. I, I got a DUI. I mean, I, I spent like two nights, three nights in uh, Santa Rita. Like, it was yeah. just bad, dude. I was just not. This was before your daughter, right? Came in? That, yeah, that was yeah. before my daughter. So, yeah, dude, it's, it was, I was just not in a good place. And yeah. when I started, when I picked up a camera, my my head started going into other things. Like, I'm a, instead of going out tonight, I'm going to stay in and watch some video tutorials and just edit or like I'm gonna just go out and take pictures you know it just started like that using and that time like that yeah and little by little productive. I noticed exactly and little by little by little I noticed that okay I'm getting away from the things that are hurting my uh, you know like that I'm not that are not benefiting me in any way and I'm doing this that it's probably not benefiting me like monetary like, like money wise or anything like that but it is Keeping you out of like yeah, some keeping trouble. me in line. You yeah. know, like I'm staying away from the people that that I hang out with that are just gonna offer me drugs to drink and to do nothing productive. Something that's probably gonna get me in jail. You know, so Damn. that's you know I can say that photography really saved my life and and it showed me it gave meaning to my life. Yeah. That's what photography means to me. Nice. Yeah. Once you found photography, I know you your grind is crazy like you're tell, telling me your schedule <laughs> you work in then any waking moment you have even though you're balancing a, a two-year-old and a wife like you're finding time to do this like dude can you just kind of just talk about your grind and like your daily schedule it says like a lot of people <laughs> think it's all this is easy balancing yeah. this but it's not it is crazy that's yeah that's what you know as i mentioned before like i'm at the point where like i feel like I don't see this as a hobby anymore. Yeah. I don't see this as this is as just something that I just like doing anymore. It's mm -hmm. just I see this, I see this as, as, as an opportunity, and I want to pursue that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to, it's really hard to balance my life because, I obviously got to spend you know wives they need time bro, yeah. <laughs> you know? they need time. The misses. Yeah, they need time. Wife you know, sit down, is not a happy it. life, man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, so. You know, they need time. They need, you know, watch a movie with them, take yeah. them out to eat or, you know, something. They yeah. need time, you know. Like, yeah. you can't let that. And my wife is a great wife, you know. Yeah. Like, she's a great wife. She's always supportive in everything in everything that I do. So the, the least that I can do is spend time with her. Yeah. You know, I thank her for, for all the support. And then my baby, she's, a, she's two years old. So obviously babies need time, too. They need attention. They, you know, I sit down with my kid and I talk to her. And I take her. I take her out. We go out on dates, you know, like mm -hmm. on my days off. But I still gotta put time aside for 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 my photography, you know, yeah. to edit my photos. And you know, like I just mentioned, I released my uh, first video tutorial. I put so much time into that, and and you know, it's it's just a sacrifice, dude. You know, like in order for me to balance my life like that, I have to sacrifice sleep. I have to sacrifice time. You know, like I. I I work after work, dude. I go to my normal nine to five, get home and still keep on working. And then after work, I, I, I got to take at least an hour of my time to like watch a show with my wife like, or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, you, find, you find that balance. Like you, after you get away, you're not like bullshitting. You're yeah. like back to work on some other things to grow something greater. Yeah. You know? And then again, not neglecting, you know, having an angry wife. Yeah. <laughs> which I am very appreciative that she's giving me the time to come out here on a day off. <laughs> right, exactly. So thank you. Yeah, exactly. She's listening. 
it's Tuesday so let's talk about let's talk, let's, let's, let's talk about her like yes. way, you know yeah. <laughs> no no she's great you know she's amazing dude like she knows she understands um I, I feel like at the beginning she just didn't know why I was doing all this mm-hmm. and I didn't know either yeah. I think it's really important you asked me that question before and I think it's really important for you to know why is it that you're doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. The reasons. Because if you don't know, it's really easy to just slack off, dude. Yeah. Just like be like, I right, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just it's it's call it off today and not doing yeah. anything today. It's important for like again to know that why of why why we do what we do. Yeah. And again, like if you don't know your why, you don't know like how you're gonna get there because what's gonna drive you exactly. to get there. So like like kinda continue off the question is that so what, like, what is your why? What is that little thing that you do that pushes you? Why? That's a good ass question. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good and hard question. But you know uh, why I do this, bro? I do this, like I said before. This this keeps me away from doing the things that I shouldn't be doing, and this is giving meaning to my life in a way that it makes me happy, dude. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes me happy. I don't know how to explain it, but it makes me happy. It fills my soul with happiness. It, 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 you know, being able to create something and and having people telling you, dude, this this inspired me. That 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 drives me, yeah. you know. That like just the other day, someone, someone, someone DM'd me like a random person, but um, he didn't even follow me. He just like found me on his like explore page, and then he DM'd me right away. He followed me like a bunch of my pictures, and he's like, bro, I was in a bad place, just. I've been there for, I've been like this for weeks, like where I can't create anything. I can't go out and shoot because I don't feel, I don't feel inspired, inspired dude. I, you know, I, I don't like any of my editings because I don't, I don't feel inspired, dude. I feel like I'm stuck here in this place. And he said, but I just found your page and I just got all my inspiration back. Damn. Dude, that, that's the best thing. And I'm a really emotional person. I wanted to cry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, that really, that really, really, I was, to be honest, that day I was feeling extremely tired, bro. Not just physically, but like mentally and emotionally yeah. tired because I was, you know, I hadn't slept for a few days. Um, and, and I was just working on a lot of things. And, and, and I just, I was at a point where I, I felt like I couldn't do it. And I was just tired. And I was like, why don't, why am I working so hard on something that, you know, like, why am I working so hard on this? But then that was the answer. That was my answer, dude. That was my answer. Like, <laughs> this dude DM me, this random ass dude that I don't know, DM me, and he's like, dude, you inspired me today. And that's what it is. I got back up, bro. I sat down in front of my desk and I started editing again. You know, it's that, that's why I do it. I, oh, I need so to be awesome. able, I, I have, I like to be able to inf- inspire people because it hurts when you see someone that's not in a good place mm-hmm. at least for me i'm all about people yeah that's something else that inspires me you know like people just hearing their stories and like seeing someone happy and doing what they like and succeeding in life that's that makes me happy and and, and that inspires me you know i love that bro. so i want to be able to do that you know and, and if that means working hard every day and going to sleep going to bed really 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 late at night yeah waking up really early really early in the morning <laughs> if that's gonna inspire someone if if that that's fine dude yeah i'll take that you know i'll do that that's why i do dude. photography so agreed yeah. dude like when i'm doing this it's like i'm like clocking in four hours it's like a night dude I, I wake up i try to start my day at like 5 a.m yeah so i try to sleep at 12 or like one and then start my day at five 
every day. So I get some editing before work in or just mm-hmm. doing some things before work, go to work, come back, do the same thing all over again. Mm-hmm. But dude, totally, totally know where you're coming from on this. Yeah. But I know it's a good thing to take away from being in front of your screen and away from your phone. So why is it important to be in part to be a part of the creative community? You know, not just by Instagram, but like going out and shooting with people and meetups or like getting them up in DM, like, hey, let's go shoot together and being that guy. Well, <laughs> you know, like I mentioned before right now that I that I I'm selling a tutorial. Like <laughs> like I was saying it's so hard for me to charge people. Because like especially with my friends, you know. Because, like, before that, I, I mean, like I said, I'm all about people. If I can help someone in any way possible, I will do that, you know? And 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 I'm doing that because I've been alone for years, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've i been in situations where I had no help. You know, just like the, the way I grew up, my mom and I, we were alone, dude. We were, we had no help. We had nobody to take care of us. And my mom, she was a kid, bro. She was 17 when she had me. Yeah. She was a teenager. She 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 was supposed to be partying or something, you, you know, like going, enjoying a life, dating. Yeah. yeah, like, but she instead, you know, like, she just took care of me. It would have been easier for her to not take care of with someone else, but she instead took the responsibility and 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 you know she yeah. embraced me. So I come from nothing, dude. I come from being alone. I come from from wanting the help and wanting the support of people. And and many times, many many times, I haven't gotten the support that I was looking for. So I I think it's really community is really important because if someone comes and asks me, how do you do this, bro? How do you use this camera? How do you edit? I will help as much as I can, you know? Of course, uh, you get to a point where, like, you, you need to get this bread, you know? Like, you need to get this money. So you can't always do that, but I do it as much as I can. Yeah. And I think that's really important. I think that community should be all about helping each other out and and supporting not just, oh, I like your work, but, like, emotionally you know because gary v love him always talk about him yeah. on the on the podcast we gotta refer him out you know but talk about it like how we add try to add so much value in other people's lives yeah then when you have an opportunity to like have a product or something else like they're not they're not kind of buying it for you for the product they're kind of buying it for you for adding that value for them it's like yeah. a thank you and that's what i noticed a lot of other things you know mm-hmm. so i know i know it's kind of sucky like charging but it's like you know it's for the family too it's not yeah. just it's not just for you this yeah. is for your family and an opportunity to that of have. course and now it's solid bro yeah it's like on. yeah like i said the community like in my case like i said people inspire me like i have a friend dude and and, and this dude is so supportive like i and supportive in a way that that's making me better not just like oh i like your work i like your work i like no dude <laughs> like he's he critics, he, yeah. he takes my work. Like, I send him my picture, and he's like, nah, dude, I think this is not good. I think this looks better like this and stuff like that. That helps me get better, and I appreciate that. And if I wasn't part of this community, then I probably, I, I wouldn't have that, you know? And then, yeah, I, I think people it's all about you, that. You know? Yeah, it's all about that. People supporting you and people trying, you know, make helping you get better mm-hmm. at what you do. And we learn from each other, and we teach each other, and that's that's how it should be. Nice. Not just the, you're like a nicest dude, one of the <laughs> nicest dudes I ever freaking met. And like, we talk about it, but just the respect you have for people, you know, crazy. So I kind of want to talk about like, why is it important to have that respect, not just for like certain people, but for everyone, you know? Like I said, I'm a really emotional person. And when people don't appreciate me for what I do or, or 
yeah, just as a person, as a human being. Yeah. Obviously, I don't like that. That mm -hmm. makes me feel bad. That makes me feel sad. So I don't want anybody to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because I've I've been in places where like my own family didn't support me. My own family made me feel like I was nothing, bro. So <laughs> I don't I don't ever want anybody anybody to feel that way. You know, as I, I I don't like it. I, I my mom didn't raise me that way. My mother was. She's all about people. She's all about helping people, and and she's a strict person. Like, I, like I was saying, like you're laughing because I, I told you how she was. But she's I, strict, but but she's also the kind of person that will help you in any way possible, and that will support you emotionally, mm -hmm. you know, in any way possible. And and that's that's how I grew up, and that's that's what I am today, and that's why I'm teaching. That's what I'm teaching my kid. Uh, one day I went to a restaurant with my mom. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was rude to the person that was serving the food. Yeah. Like, when I ordered the food, I was really rude. I was like, yeah, yeah, give me that. Like, I don't know. Like, I I was just rude. Yeah. In some way. And then when the guy came back with my food, my mom told him not to give me the food. And mm. the guy is like, why? And then my mom is like, because he has something to tell you. And I looked at my mom, and, and instantly I realized, damn, I, I, was, I was rude. I, yeah. I shouldn't have talked to this person like that. You know? So I, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry for talking to you that way. I, I shouldn't have. Mm. And then like, my mom is like, okay, now you can give him the food. <laughs> like, Mom's like a thug, bro. Yeah, I know. Like, she's like, <laughs> she, she taught me lessons in the way that I didn't understand before. But now, when I look back at those things, at those situations, those lessons, that's what made me who I am, who I am now. You know, like, I respect people. Like I said before, I hate, you know, like, I work at a, at a high-rise here, right? Yeah. And then, so we have, the cleaning crew, people that clean, the management, then our maintenance, mm -hmm. and then I've noticed a huge difference. I've noticed a huge difference between these like groups. I, I I guess I can say like management sometimes looks at maintenance as of oh you guys are just maintenance. Yeah, you know, and I don't like that. I hate mm -hmm. that. You know, and so I hate when people call oh call the cleaner. Who's the cleaner, dude? Yeah, that, the cleaner name. has a name, bro. Yeah, That's, the, the cleaner has a name. The cleaner has feelings. The cleaner feels bad when you treat him like crap, you know? Yeah. Like, he's a person, he's a human being with, with feelings, mm -hmm. with emotions. And, and yeah, I, I treat, like I said, I treat the cleaner the same way I treat my manager because they're all human beings. In my, in my, in my, in my eyes, in my head, I don't see titles, bro. I see people, I see souls, I see their feelings, I see what kind of people, what kind of person they are, you know? And, yeah, I think, I'm all about people. Like I said, I, I'm never going to get tired of that. I'm all about people and, and just helping them out and, and just treating them like I wish people treated me, yeah. you know, like with respect and dignity. That's all I want to ask, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, we get caught up in so many things that we just forget, like, just to say the simple thank yous and yeah, like, and even at a coffee shop, you just get your order and just sometimes you just grab your card and yeah. grab your coffee and that's it, you know, it's like. Mm -hmm. can't say just thank you or like taking a little bit of, taking those little extra steps yeah. and then the thing is like the, the way i see it is you never know what people are going through like just a few uh a few days ago i was driving to work and uh i was uh i was about to pay the toll fee mm -hmm. uh, on the bridge uh, on the bay bridge and then uh i was just so tired dude i was like stressed out because i was thinking about all the things that i had to do at work and then all the things that i had to I work when I got home mm -hmm. and I was just stressed out from the moment I woke up. <laughs> I woke up stressed out and like having a bad day. And I was just like, oh my God, I wanted to quit that day. <laughs> I wanted to quit everything that I was doing that day. Yeah. And right before 
right before I was going to pay the, 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 um, the toll fee, I seen the lady looking at me, like the lady in front of me, looking at me like through, through her mirror. And I was like, what is she looking at? Anyways, I didn't pay much attention to that. But when I was going to pay, the lady goes, uh, no, the person in front of you already paid for you. And I was like, what? Like, who gives money yeah. to, to a stranger just like that, randomly? Like, to most people, this can be, this this is probably whatever, you know, whatever thing. Like, oh, cool. I just got lucky. But no, to me, I appreciated that. That made me mm. feel good. Kind of made your day. Yeah, it made my day because, like, that person didn't know what I was going through. I was mm. having a bad day and she was just being a good human being. She was just being a good person and she wanted to help someone else. Nice. And that's what made me, you know, I want to be able to do that. You never know what people are going through. And, and, and if you can make someone else's day better, why not do it? All right. Second to last question. I've been talking for a cool little minute. But I think I want to kind of ask, like, what does it mean right now that you're actually turning, like, that dream into reality? You know, the dream of, like, you want to become a full-time photographer and now you're making those steps towards that like how does that feel to you right now you know that's a good question uh, <laughs> you know i was just thinking about it i was talking to my wife the um the other night uh, and i was listening to a song that said everything you want is just a dream away and now that i look back at everything that i've done everything the whole journey so today i didn't realize that i'm already doing that mm-hmm. i didn't realize i never realized that i'm already living my dream dude you know like Things don't just happen overnight. You have to work hard for those things. Yeah. And I'm already living the dream, dude. A year ago, I wasn't selling tutorials. I was buying tutorials mm-hmm. from people. So that makes me feel really, really good about myself and about the, the things that I'm doing. That just made, it makes me realize that I'm already living my dream, dude. I'm already there, you know, like I just keep on, I just have to keep on grinding and, and, and working hard on, on the things that I believe and the things that make me happy. Yeah, I mean, you just got to put your mind into it and, and work hard for it. Ain't nobody going to do that for you. Nope. Things are not going to come easy. So If it comes easy, is it sure is it really your dream? Yeah, right? You know, it's like... But that's my dream, dude. I'm living the dream. I'm yeah. doing what I like. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about myself. I'm away from the things that I was doing a year ago, two years ago, that were not of benefit for my life yeah. or my family or anybody around me. Um, like a complete 180 you know yeah and uh and now i'm all about doing the things that make me happy all right last enough one last question is that advice for the people in the creative community or just in the community in general just starting or trying to push themselves to the next level in that hobby or passion my advice to you is just keep on grinding like you like i said nothing comes easy so don't expect things to just happen overnight and then my advice to you is don't let anybody take you down. You know, like, I I gave up on my dreams before, and, I, and I'm not willing to do that anymore. I won't do that this time. This time, I, it's not going to be like that. This time, I'm, I'm going to make it, you know. And whoever comes and tells you that you can't do it, do it just to show them, you know. You you have the potential. The potential is in, is in you. The potential is inside you. You just have to look for it. And, and the other thing that I mentioned before, you have to know why. Find out why you're doing this. Find out what, what is it that inspires you as a creative. Because it's not always the same, you know. To some people, it's like looking at other people's jobs and works and photos or whatever. And for other people, it's not. To me, it's, it's just humanity. It's just people. It's just, you know, being getting to know 
other people and, and seeing their grind and, and, and what they what it took for them to get where they are now. Um, so yeah, like I said, just you, the potential is inside you. You know, you you have the potential to do anything you set your mind to. Feel it. You have the potential. You just gotta work hard for it and 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 black out all the noise around you. People telling you that you won't do it because people won't believe in you. People people won't trust you. People don't think that you have the potential. But let's be real, dude. Like, they're not living your life. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. They tell you that they don't know you. Yeah. They tell if they tell you that they don't care about you. So. All you need to know is that you have the potential to do it if you set your mind to it. But that, yeah, I mean, dude, there it I'm is. Getting, bro. I'm getting a little deep here, but bro, dude, that is good. <laughs> just yeah, I mean, you just gotta keep on working on your dreams and 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 and, and goals, make plans, and and work hard for it. If nobody mm-hmm. helps you, do it by yourself, dude. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. If nobody helps you, you're all you need. With that, Fernando, thank you so much for being on the podcast, bro. That was. That was deep, dude. Thank Loving you for it, having dude. Me, dude. Hope you had a good time. You I know, did. <laughs> I had a great time. Bro. Thank you for having me on. Uh, with that, we are out. I just want to say thank you that everyone that listened to the podcast it means so much to me. If you have a favorite interview, please share it to the creative community. Your voice is everything. If you want to chat with me or have a recommendation of a creative to interview, hit me up on my Instagram at the creator's mind underscore until then talk to y'all soon.